there is a housing crisis in Netherlands. Yes. A lot of expats that are coming, they don't know how to approach it. What do you want? What is your perfect home? Mm -hmm. uh, is that possible in the price range you're looking for? The first meeting with the Makler was a reality check for me. Yeah. I showed up and I said, I want to leave in the center, <laughs> having a big house and spending With a garden. With a <laughs> garden. Okay, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Let's move forward. Let's see yeah. what you can actually exactly. do. But there's the value of the house, mm -hmm. there's the asking price, and there's the price you have to pay for the house. So it's almost three yeah. prices you have to deal with. And if you're not familiar with the market, that's very difficult. Buying a house for a lot of people based on their situation is a better choice. Is this? a good time to buy a house. Mm. Are you waiting for the prices to go down? Are you waiting for the interest to go down? Mm. But nobody knows if that will happen. The secret yeah. database that yeah. you makelaars have access to the houses that will come on Funda a few hours before yeah. they come available to yeah. the general yeah. public. Because on yes, Funda exactly. I remember a house would come and then like a few minutes after that I would call for an appointment they're like it's full. Yeah. Correct. Okay, how is it possible? Yeah. It just came on the website. That's what is the, the overbidding. Yeah. You want to pay more for the house because you want to, to have the house that badly. <laughs> and that's the emotional <laughs> part of it. So to keep you distant from your yeah. emotions and say, uh, hey, exactly. you can do what you want, yeah, exactly. but that's not the value. What exactly. you're bidding is above the value of yeah. the house. And that's okay, but you have to know it. Yolanda is a known real estate agent in the Netherlands. For our listeners, the first meeting with her will be absolutely free. Just click the link in the description below to book your session. As an expat that comes to the Netherlands and it's not familiar with the market at all, where can they start? I can imagine that's a yeah. big problem if you're coming to a foreign country. What should I do to exactly. find a house, to find work or anything? Depending where you're from, when you're coming from out of Europe, uh, you have to have a, a, a permit to stay here, of course, yeah. and um, you have to show that you're willing to stay here for a very long period. Um, when you're from in Europe, it's easier, but you have to have a job first before mm -hmm. you can buy a house. So oh. you have to work for half a year in Holland before mm -hmm. you can buy a house. Renting a house is different, of course, but buying mm -hmm. a house, yeah, then the bank uh, asks some rules. They have some rules and um, for mm -hmm. example, you have to work it for half a year. Okay. And to who and do you need to show this? To the bank. To the bank. Yeah. Um, to yeah. get the when loan. you get uh, a mortgage and they want to be sure that you will be staying here and that you have um, a permit to work here, huh? mm. not, not for where, when you were from Europe, but uh, you have to have a steady contract also to okay. get a mortgage. But I have so, like a question because as an extra European, like I struggled a lot with the visas and permits. So the longer term a permit that you're talking about, how long should it be? Well, it should be for a, a longer period, so five years or so, five, but a longer okay. period. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, then you can start. And I think it's best to go to an uh, international expert center. They have mm -hmm. that in Amsterdam, in Utrecht, in The Hague, and they can give you information also about staying in a new country. What do you yeah. have to do and so on. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the first step. And um, when you want to buy a house or renting a house, there are two ways you have to do it. Because um, when you want to rent a house, um, there are a, a few companies on the internet 
who are very big um, with a lot of houses. You have a one year uh, rental period yeah. or longer. And, um, but that's very difficult because you have to upload all kinds of information. Um, you have yeah. to earn a lot of money compared to the rent you're going to pay. So yeah. there are lots of criteria. Mm -hmm. um, for renting a house through a real estate agent is also possible, but very difficult for us because it takes a lot of work. And the chance that you find um, a house to rent is not very easy because the only way it's going through colleagues. If a colleague of mine has a house, they want to rent to people yeah. and I know you and I know you're a good couple. You want to rent a house and um, you are have a steady income. I can tell my colleague and we can give you the opportunity to rent a house and see the mm. house because I know you're a good couple yeah. and uh, so. they don't have to put it on internet because when you put a house to rent on internet, well, you get so many reactions. You never know mm. who yeah. shows up. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, so that's very difficult. So if you can have something uh, intercolleague, it's better. Mm. But um, well, the chance that the, the house you are want to rent is coming on the market through a real estate agent instead mm -hmm. of a big company is smaller, of course. Yeah. But that's also a possibility. So recently, uh, the last few years, we helped some expats to find a rental place first. Um, before last, we had a couple from England and they had a job in Amsterdam, uh, three kids going to the school, a uh, Dutch school mm -hmm. in Utrecht, mm -hmm. and we could find uh, a house to rent for them. And afterwards, they can buy a house. So, that's <coughs> so that you have more time. Oh, and yes. you can exactly. And mm -hmm. you can integrate a little bit and you can work first because you have to work for half a year in Holland and then you can have a mortgage. So um, that's oh, the you situation. Have to, that is also uh, a condition that you have to work half a year and then you get a mortgage. Yes. And when you're mm. from Europe, you have to work here half a year before okay. you get a mortgage. So that's why it's difficult. Um, first, you have to rent, for example. And some companies give you the opportunity to have a rental place for two months. Um, depending on the position you have, of course, in the company, but you have the opportunity for two months and then you have to find a place of your own. So uh, yeah. sometimes we can help with that also. Um, but yeah. normally the real estate agents only uh, work for buying or mm. selling houses yeah. and not for renting or uh, rent to people. And today we want to concentrate with you about buying a house. That's yeah. the main topic that we would like exactly. to discuss today. Exactly. Uh, exactly for the reasons that you mentioned. Yeah. When I first went to the bank to ask for a loan to buy a house and I said, I, I'm interested. What should I do? What are the requirements? They asked me, do you have a fixed contract? Mm, I didn't. Yeah. Fixed contract of work. work yes. Yeah. yeah. Work fixed contract. Mm -hmm. I didn't. And they asked a letter of intention yeah. to my company. Yeah. <laughs> is this something that you see often or is it compulsory? No, that's, that's happened often because then the company will say that they have the intention for to keep you in the job. Yeah. And that gives the bank some certainty that you will stay on working there. Yeah. Um, they prefer to have a stable contract, of course. So for indefinite period, then they know for sure that you can pay the mortgage. But if that's not the case, an intention declaration is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
So that's the first step you have to do mm -hmm. after uh, you find a job to find a house uh, to go to a mortgage advisor because a mortgage advisor can tell you what are uh, the criteria at this moment, what is the interest rate and what is the amount you can have for a mortgage. Okay. And that's depending then on um, if you know, um, let's say for a couple, mm -hmm. two incomes, and this is the amount you can loan. Well, do you want to pay that each month? Because that's also a question. What can I have for a loan? But what do I want to pay for the loan each month? And when you say... Month? What can I have for a loan? You mean the maximum amount exactly. of the loan that you can receive? Exactly. But that's perhaps not the amount you want to pay each month. So then you have to decide for yourself, okay, this is the, the mortgage we want. Mm -hmm. And with yep. that amount, you can go to the real estate agent and then we can see what the possibility are and what we can do for you. But okay. the first step, of course, is to know what can I have for a loan and what do I want to pay each month. Okay, but the mortgage advisor, where can they find it? The mortgage advisor, well, uh, for example, uh, we as a real estate agent also have two mortgage advisors mm. who can give advice. And first, it's free, of course. And then you can see what the possibilities yep. are. But there are a lot of mortgage advisors. So some real estate agents have their own or their uh, liaison. Mm -hmm. They have uh, an agreement with um, mortgage advisors. Yep. They send people to for information. Or you can look it up in uh, on the internet to mm -hmm. see if somebody is uh, in the neighborhood or um, that's possible. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Or the bank, of course, is also a possibility. So yeah. before going to a real estate or a macular is a mortgage advisor. Yes. And then after that, what happens? They should go to a macular. Then you go okay. to the macular. Exactly. Okay. Or you ask the makler, I want to make an appointment. Do you know somebody who can advise me first over the mortgage? That's also possible. Yeah. And just to clarify, macular is equal to a real estate agent. Yes. yes. It's the Dutch word for yeah. real estate agent. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, but here everyone also, when you talk in English, everyone says Macalar, Macalar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ab absolutely. <laughs> the moment you move to the country, you yes. know for a fact. <laughs> okay. But then if they are listening from home, then it's uh, yeah. from another country. It's, it's a nice tool. Uh, yeah. yeah, real estate agent. Yeah, but you can always go to your bank. Huh? You you have a bank when you're working in Holland, so you have a bank already. Uh, you can yeah. take the first step to go to your bank because they can give you the first impression and afterwards you can always have a second opinion or anything, but then you have a, a little bit of int uh, information about possibilities yeah. yes but i remember that we went also to our bank and then they give their own conditions but when you go to a, a mortgage advisor or financial advisor they have a lot of banks in a, in their system and then you can see which bank or which Correctly. mortgage uh, yeah. is better for you so. so for the first step, you can go to your bank because mm, then you know yeah. a little bit what price range can I look for. Mm. And then you can go to a more uh, specialized yeah. person who has several information no. because it's depending on your situation, yeah. which bank and uh, which mortgage is the best for you. So um, they with, can look it up for you. Yeah. And also with what rent you, you get, how do you say interest? interest what yeah. interest yeah. you get again. Yeah. But okay, so you go to the bank. Now you, I have an idea about how yeah. much I can spend Excellent. or how much I want to spend on a, yeah. a monthly basis yeah. uh, to repay back the mortgage uh, yeah. I get. Let's say that I, I have 300K that I can spend. What do I do now? I know I can spend the 300K. What do I do? 
Then you make an appointment with uh, the, the makelaar. Mm. And then we can see what the possibility are in the price range you're looking for. So what we do is give information of what is recently sold in the price range you're looking for. Mm. What was the asking price? Where is it sold for? Uh, what do you want? What is your perfect home? Mm. Uh, is that possible in the price range you're looking for? Because um, you always have to, to skip something of your ideal home. Huh? Uh, yeah. If you have to spend 3K or a million, you always have to give in some of your criteria. Mm. But we can see to optimize what you want if it's possible in the price range you're looking for yeah. so then we go to discuss what are the wishes you have uh, do you need two bedrooms or do you have two children you need more bedrooms um, do you prefer the station nearby uh, where do you want to live what city does it have to be a big city or a little bit outside mm -hmm. so we can talk about all the wishes you have and the possibilities you have so okay. that's what a real estate agent or the makelaar discuss with you and see what the possibilities are because you got to get used to the price range in the area you're going to buy a yeah. house. Mm. It differs a lot, of course. Do you want to live in the center of a city or more outside? Exactly. It's also depending yeah. on your wishes and the price range you're looking for. For me, the first meeting with the Mackler was a reality check for me yeah. because of course I showed up and I said, I didn't know anything. Mm. I just know I had an idea of how much I could get from the bank. And I, my request were, I want to live in the center, <laughs> having a big house and spending with a garden, with with garden, garden. <laughs> and spending really little. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Let's move forward. Let's see yeah. what you can actually exactly. do. When you say, okay, for example, 300K is your budget. Like there is two prices buying price asking price and then what is the other one they uh, call it asking price and buying price and buying. yes exactly yeah, yeah. It's because there's a crisis mm -hmm. on the market yes. for houses in Holland because uh, we have too few houses and a lot mm -hmm. of people who want to buy a house so uh, that increases the price of course asking huh, and supply and yeah. it increases the prices of where the houses are sold for mm -hmm. So, um, but that's not everywhere and it's also depending on the house. So that's why a real estate agent is very important if you're not familiar with the market uh, to get acquainted with the prices and the price level because um, there's an asking price, mm -hmm. that's true. But there's the value of the house, mm -hmm. there's the asking price and there's the price you have to pay for the house. So it's almost three price uh, yeah. prices you have to deal with. And if you're not familiar with the market, that's very difficult. So what we do, we go with you to uh, visit the house and we advise you about what is the price of the house, what is the value of the house. Mm -hmm. If uh, the bank, for example, wants to know what the value of the house is, if the asking price is 3K and um, you want to pay uh, 350 for the house, but the value for the house is 330, mm -hmm. then the bank will only give you 330 because mm, that's the value. the value of the house. Mm -hmm. And then you have to pay 
20,000 extra with mm. money of your own. Mm -hmm. So when you make an offer on a house, it's very important that you know you get an information of your makelaar, what is the value of the house and can I place a bit higher or do I have to stay to the value because I don't have money of, of my own? Yeah. And do I want to pay this for the house? And that's what the case in this moment, you have the asking price, you have mm. the value of the house and you have the emotional value hmm. because, because there's I've, a lot yeah. of emotion in the market mm -hmm. and it's depending on how much money do you have if you can overbid. The overbid is the emotional part. Yeah. Can you explain what an overbid is? Because for me, it took a really long time to understand what people mean with overbidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you place a house, you sell your house, it's uh, 300,000, you put it on the market, and then there are 30 people who wants to visit. And perhaps there are much more people, but you only have uh, two days, for example, to visit mm -hmm. the house. Um, then a lot of people, no, some of them like the house, some say, okay, it's not my house. But if you have two or three or four or five people who wants to buy the house, or perhaps sometimes more, um, then um, yeah, people are overbidding. So they are willing to pay more for the house than the value of the house. Mm. But more than the value or more than the asking price? More than the value or the asking price. That's depending. Mm. The asking price uh, can be the same as the value of the house. Mm. But it also can be a bit lower than the value of the house mm -hmm. because people are expecting they have to overbid in this market. Yeah. So if you have the asking price too high, then people think, yeah, we have to overbid. It's really expensive. So mm -hmm. that will uh, be more difficult perhaps for the seller to sell it at that moment for that price. So you put it in the market reasonable, mm -hmm. then a lot of people wants to buy it. And depending on uh, the, the state of the house, if it has a lot of maintenance uh, necessary, then people are not willing to overbid that much because yeah. you need your money to renovate the house. Yeah. But if it's all new or it's well-maintained and you don't have to do a lot, that's preferred and normally by expert at most because you don't know any people who can renovate your house. So you want a house which is finished, perhaps yeah. some painting, but further on it's okay. Then you're willing to pay more for the house to get the house. Yeah. So that's what is the, the overbidding. Yeah. You want to pay more for the house because you want to to have the house that badly. <laughs> and if you missed a few houses each time, next time you will want to pay more because I want to buy this house. I want to have a house now. I cannot take mm. it anymore. I, I need, exactly. Yeah. And that's the emotional <laughs> part of it. So, and yeah. that's also the function of the makelaar to inform you, to mm. keep you realized that you're paying too much perhaps for a house. So to keep you distant from your yeah. emotions and say, exactly. hey, you can do what you want, exactly. but that's not the value. What exactly. you're bidding is above the value of yeah. the house. For and that's okay, but you have to know it. Yeah. yeah. And you have to also have the risk that if you want to sell it in a few years, perhaps you don't get back the money you paid for the house. Yeah. If you stay for a long period, well, the prices always will go up again. Yeah? So that mm -hmm. will be a problem in the future. But the risk we also have to tell you, it's okay if you want to, to pay for this house like that, but know that this is the value. And then it's for everybody, of course, their own decision mm. what they want to do. Yeah. 
for me, it was important at the beginning to understand this difference of the three prices that mm -hmm. you mentioned. And one realization, one of the things that made me feel better when I was buying the house is that let's say that the asking price was 300,000. Mm. And then we decided, hey, we already saw 10 houses. We want to overbid. So we offer 350,000. First of all, it's already a strange concept for me as an Italian, because if in Italy a house is 300,000, then you offer 250,000. You underbid. Yeah. You underbid. Yeah. You don't yeah. give it. You want to negotiate. Yes, you want to negotiate yeah. to the lower value. Yeah. But here, because the market is so crazy, yeah. you need to um, overbid. But then uh, in discussion, I figured out, and also with the actual evaluation, that the value of the house all of a sudden was 325,000. And so it was put on the market at 300, but I know that the actual value was 25K higher than that. So I felt like, yes, I'm overbidding. Yes, I'm paying these emotions that I want to put, but it's only, it's not 50K anymore. It's this 25K yeah. that the bank won't give me because it's not the actual value. It's uh -huh. only on the emotion and the bank uh -huh. says, I pay only up to the actual value of uh -huh. the house, right? Uh -huh. So these are 325K. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the difference from asking price sometimes could be lower than the actual value. And the overbid is, depends on the point of view, how much you offer more than either the asking price or the actual value. Yes, yeah, but, but I wanna uh, sorry, but I wanna like break it down a little bit because we all know what is the value asking price and the buying price. Um, the for example, on Funda, Funda is a really famous website to search for the houses. The price that you see on Funda for a house that is the asking price, exactly. right? But um, a person that doesn't have a macular doesn't know how to find the actual value of the house, Correct. so they don't know. Correct. That was easy for us because we asked our macular, but like, is there a way to understand for them or like, how can they find it? Well, that's the, the, the importance of having a macular exactly, because we easy. know all the numbers and we mm -hmm. have all the data and um, from all the year, uh, long yeah. period back. So we can show you how the market is changed, uh, what the value of the house is, all references. Mm -hmm. uh, we can show that to you. But if you don't have a macular, it's really difficult. You can yeah. ask afterwards. You can ask on the cadaster, for example, where all yeah. the houses are registered uh, to see what the selling price was. But you don't see it on Funda. That's correct. Yeah. Also, yeah. the selling price, I remember that when we didn't have a macular, I was searching around and then I saw that some houses it was written sold and then I would call the macular who sold it yeah. and I would ask like how yeah. much did you sell it I know the asking That's price possible. yeah but they wouldn't tell me they informed okay. me like yeah like we prefer not to say it okay yeah okay yeah yeah, some they give the price and some don't. But yeah, um, yeah that's the, well, that's also the advantage hmm. of having a, a macular, of yeah, course. They know everything. So you have more information. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. And the evaluator, you said he makes an evaluation. What is the value of the house? And he will make this evaluation. It's compulsory, right? To yeah. do the evaluation. So that this evaluation will go to the bank and the bank will say, I will cover up to the price of the evaluation. Yes. Um, based on what? is done this evaluation are many people want it or are there other characteristics that they look for for the house yeah well there's coming evaluator that uh, should be another macular than the seller agent or the buying mm. agent uh, because the valuator is independent and they have to uh, value the house for the bank 
And they have a lot of references from all the data that we have and houses recently sold and so on. Yeah. And then the valuation report is going to the NVVE, as we call it. That's a company who checks all the valuation reports and see if the way the valuator estimated the house, uh, if they agree with it or they have some questions. And if everything is okay, then the valuation report goes to the bank. Hmm. So it's an independent yep. report and the bank can use that as um, uh, yeah for hmm. the loan. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned uh, Funda uh, a, yes. a few minutes ago. We didn't really introduce. Can you tell us what is Funda? What kind of data can we find there? Yeah. Funda is a well-known uh, yeah. company on uh, on the internet uh, where all the houses are registered, which are coming on the market um, for rent or for buying. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want to find a house, you can start on Funda because then you can give the criteria you want to. It's for the whole of Holland. So you can choose every city you want to know the information about, the price range or other criteria, and you can see what houses are coming on the market market. Um, if you start to look for a house, it's good to start there because you can get some feeling of what kind of houses are on the market in the place I'm looking for. If you really want to buy a house, it's better to have a makelaar because then you can have an appointment a little bit sooner yep. before mm -hmm. it's coming on the market because we have a lot of consumers. <laughs> they call us for an appointment when mm. we have a house uh, on Funda after a week. Yeah, uh, Then it's already sold or yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have an appointment anymore you have to be on top of the market so a lot of people who don't have a makelaar and they really want to buy a house yeah. um, they are on funda each day every moment 24 to see, 7 24 yeah, 7 yeah uh, to see what's uh, what's coming mm -hmm. up the market and uh, they can react then as soon as possible but there's always uh, a period uh, because the system needs to transfer the data so we know it uh, immediately when there's coming a house on the market. I call it the secret yeah. database. That yeah. you makelars have access to the houses that will come on Funda a few hours before yeah. they come available to yeah. the general yeah. public. Because on yes, Funda, exactly. I remember a house would come and then like a few minutes after that, I would call for an appointment. They're like, it's full. Yeah. Correctly. Like, how is it possible? Yeah. It just came on the website. Depends on the area, but when a house is available on Funda for more than a week, usually it's full. There yeah, is it's no not way to if, go if it visit. is not gone, I think there is a reason. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for it. But interesting for me that we talked about all the prices, three different prices, asking price, buying price. Let's say that I go to the bank. The bank again tells me you can get up to 300K. What should I do? For in Funda, should I put 300k mm -hmm. as my limit, or should I consider that I need a little bit of that budget for other costs? Well, um, if you have the criteria, of course, you can start on uh, your 300 if you want to have the criteria, but it's better to look a little bit lower because of all the overbidding. And mm. um, if you're looking to houses which are sold for more than you can pay, it's uh, very frustrating, of course, because you cannot buy them because other people are always uh, bidding for more. And yeah. so it's better to have a lower price mm. range than you can pay. So yeah. you always have some space to overbid if you don't have money of your own. If you have, for example, 50K, you can invest uh, to overbid 
Uh, um, and the costs, because when you buy a house in Holland, you also have to pay costs. I yeah. can explain that to you if you want to. Yes, please. And uh, a mortgage advisor will give you the same information or the bank. But when you buy a house mm. in Holland um, and you will be under 35 next year, you don't have to pay 2% taxes. Yeah when it's below 510,000. Hmm. So that's uh, when up, now it's oh, wait, 440. Did, did that? Yeah, that changed yeah, then. Yeah, next year it's 510 because the prices are going up oh, and they okay. wanted to help the starters. Yeah, yeah. So next year it is 510. Mm -hmm. When you're below 35, you don't have to pay 2%. Otherwise you have to pay 2% taxes. Which mm -hmm. is a transfer tax, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> then you have to pay the notary. You have to pay your mortgage advisor. Perhaps you have to pay your makelaar. Yeah. You need a valuation mm -hmm. report. Technical and inspection also. Technical inspection when necessary. Yeah. So all that kind of costs uh, you have to have in money of your own. Mm -hmm. You cannot have it in your loan. It's oh, okay. money you have to pay yourself yeah. for the costs. Okay. Because the bank will not loan you more than the value. So... How much money do I need to have in my bank account to even start, saved in my bank account to even start? Mm -hmm. That's depending if you have to pay the 2% taxes, of course. Oh, of course. Um, because that can be a high, uh, very big amount. Let's say that we don't. So we are lower than 35 yeah. years old mm -hmm. and the house I want to purchase is mm -hmm. below 510,000 euros. What would you suggest or recommend? Well, around 10,000 euros, I think, because uh, you have to pay uh, the makelaar, the, the mortgage advisor, the notary and uh, the valuation report. So I think up to 10 um, at least you, you need, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, depending a little bit on the price range you're looking for and also the area, of course, because... Mm -hmm. Uh, not every mortgage advisor has the same amount or the same fee. And also the, the makelaars, of course, mm. differs where they are uh, located. So uh, that depends. But um, so that cost you have to pay. But mm. if you have 50K and you can pay the cost, you still have left 30, 30 or 35. Uh, you can invest in the house if you want to. Yeah. So you then you can look to 300, but you can pay three. 35 for the yeah. house because you have your own because, exactly yeah. and then i have like another question and now you are more expert in the utrecht area right mm -hmm. and um how much is the overbidding usually in utrecht well that's depending uh, for each house is different and that's why i always give the information what is recently sold what yeah. are the prices so you get a little bit feeling of the market because some houses are are sold for the asking price oh, okay. some a little bit above mm. some a lot above so mm. it's changing very much but if it's a very uh, popular location and it's spacious and it is very well maintained then the overbidding in is a lot and it can be 10%, but it also can be 20%. Okay. And um, so it differs mm -hmm. for each house. And that's why a makelaar is also important because we can give you the information. And if you go there, you look with emotion to the house and you don't know, will it be overbidding a lot or not? And we can give mm -hmm. you a yeah. little bit of estimation what we expect, uh, how it will go to be. And of okay. course, we don't know, we don't have, uh, we cannot see in the future, but you can have a little bit feeling of the market because we work in it all the day. Mm -hmm. uh, what we expect that will happen for this house, especially. And about the renovation. Uh, so in this 300,000 example, I'm searching for 300,000. The bank tells me uh, they give me 300,000. 
what if the house is not perfect and needs a little bit of renovation? Should I bid a bit less or can I use the money of the bank to pay for some of the renovation or not really? Yes, that's depending on the house, of course. If mm. the house, um, the value of the house is less or um, you don't want to pay as much for the house eh, as the asking price, that's possible, of course. But if you have to pay the asking price, uh, you can also have a valuation after renovation. Mm. So when the valuator is oh. coming, uh, you, you say to him, well, I want to know the value now. And I want to have it evaluated after I uh, put in central heating or uh, a concrete floor or um, solar panels or mm. what kind of renovation you want to do, bathroom, everything what is um, uh, enlarging the value of the house, you can have in the valuation. So the mm. bank will give you not 300k for the house, but they will give you perhaps 350 after renovation. And then you get a longer pe period, um, you have to renovate the house, you have to show the bank that you really are investing it, yeah. and they can pay the constructors for renovation. Yeah, but okay. the bank needs to be sure that you will do the renovation. What you say so that you cannot doing. use the money for buying a car, for example, <laughs> because <laughs> you have to renovate the house. It has to increase value because that's what they want. Yeah. Clear, clear. And we briefly discussed about the list and going to view a house. That's something we discussed. So as soon as it comes on Funda or as soon as the macular has available on their personal channels, the house, call, get an appointment and go viewing. Exactly. What is a viewing? Why do you even want to go to the viewing? Well, um, if you look at the house on Funda, um, you get a first impression, of course. Yeah, there are the photos there. There are the Sometimes photos, the videos. video and everything, panorama, you can look th yeah. 360 degrees. But it's always good to feel a house because um, my question is always to my clients, do you want to live here? If you enter the house, do you want to come home here? The feeling is important. Yeah. And that's, you cannot have that from photos. You have to feel it. And um, you buy a house with emotion. That's also why you mm. sometimes pay more. Mm. But you want to live in this house. And um, sometimes uh, when you enter a house, you say, well, it's okay, it's nice, but it's not my house. That's yeah. possible. Yeah. So you always have to visit the house. Mm. And a seller will not sell the house to you if you didn't see the house. In person. In person. Yeah. Because it always can be disappointing or otherwise. And you have the cooling off period. Well, let's say that somebody doesn't want to, to buy the house afterwards you have a problem as a seller so yeah. that's why go make an appointment look at the house and see how you like it and if you go visit the house um, well you look with emotion when you buy a house you look with emotion and um, as uh, a makelaar we look uh, with uh, yeah ratio so yeah. we can tell you what is good about the house what is not good about the house um, so you know the all the things you need to know um, because you look different and that's why yeah. it's always good to go not alone but with somebody also your partner go together and look at a lot of houses, go and look for houses and feel, and then you know what you want to buy. And that's a growing process and you need to do that together because sometimes a lot of experts, only one person is coming yeah. and yeah. Um, you have to do the process together. 
because mm. you grow towards a house and uh, what is important for me? Do I prefer a bigger garden? Do I want to have more space inside the house? Um, if I skip a house on Funda because it's only 50 square meters, if I go visit the house, perhaps um, it's uh, the way it is, it's perfect. It's okay, it's 50, yeah. but it's feeling bigger. It's okay for us. So uh, don't be too uh, critical about Funda and I want to see it or not. Go and look for a house yeah. and you get more acquainted. Yeah, I remember that Armaclar told us when you see a house that you like and Funda or the secret database with a bike, go to the area and also, just go around the area so that you you see how it feels. Also, like I remember I found a house with a really good price and it was super like renovated, nice in uh, in Utrecht. I went there and then I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just about the house. It's also, also about the area. area. Yes. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. Very good that you tell, mention yeah. that because yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. And I also remember watching a house on Funda because the photographers are really good. Yeah. They are mm -hmm. good photographers. Mm -hmm. So the photos were really good. Then we went to visit it and uh, we were looking at the house that we, at the end we bought and another one. And I wanted the other one. Mendes wanted the one that we bought yeah. just by the photos. Then we went together to look both and both we said the one that I liked from Fumda, we were like, absolutely not. We don't yeah. want to live there. So it's really important, as you mentioned, for just to have the feeling of the house. But also because if you don't go visit, they don't mm. sell it to you. So that's... Exactly. Yeah. 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 There are double... Two reasons. Two reasons. reasons. Yeah. yeah. So. Can you explain to me a little bit the difference between a buyer macular and a seller macular? Because you mentioned both, but it feels a little bit strange. You need the two maculars? There is... Uh, when you sell a house, you have a uh, macular of yourself because uh, they will guide you through the whole selling process. Yeah. Um, and they can sell it to somebody who doesn't have a macular, of course. Yeah. But the seller macular is only for the seller and not for the buyer. So the buyer has to do everything on themselves. If you have a macular for the buyer, then uh, they advise only the buyer because you not, have not the yeah. same interest. The interest of the seller is get the highest price and the interest of the of the buyer is the lowest price. Of course. Well, yeah. and that's of course very important when you can negotiate. Huh? That's also possible. But in this market, it's necessary to have the information about the real value of the mm -hmm. house. So there is always more um, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. information for your own makelaar. Yeah, I remember that when we got this house, uh, the house two numbers next to us was just sold before we buy it and then our Michaelar said that okay the asking price is this but the house next to you was sold at this price so if you want to overbid you have to kind of match it unless look yeah yeah in information that we would never be able to figure exactly. out on our own yeah exactly exactly, yeah. exactly. and the seller um, agent will, will not tell you because yeah, it's exactly. not his interest to inform you he is for the seller of course mm. yeah is this a good time to buy a house? It's always a good time to buy a house if you want <laughs> to buy a house. Huh? It's yeah. the period you're in. And um, <laughs> if you want to go on with your life, uh, you are going to look for a house. And um, it's not a, a good time or a bad time to buy a house because where are you waiting for? 
Mm. Are you waiting for the prices to go down? Are you waiting for the interest to go down? But mm. nobody knows if that will happen. So you will wait on things you never know it will happen. Perhaps the prices are mm. higher over a month and then you could have started right away was much better than waiting. So I think you have to mm. look at the situation you're in, your private life. Uh, is it now the time to buy a house and then go find a house? Um, when you buy a house, then it's well, it's very good to uh, look at the future, of course. Uh, do you want to stay there for lots of years or only for a few years? If you want to stay for a short period, yeah, you don't want to invest too much in the house mm. because you will not get it back. So that are questions you can ask yourself when you go to buy a house. But the moment is always the moment you need to buy a house and you want to go further with your life. Yeah. Nice. And I think that is the most important thing um, because um, it's a very, well, um, difficult uh, moment to buy a house. Eh? Last year's, but also the future will be because there will not be more houses. So if you start looking, um, well, you have to have time, you have to have patience and you have to have guidance, but we always succeed. Yeah. yeah Take your time, have patience and we will succeed. What are the services you offer and what kind of areas do you specialize in? In the Netherlands? Yeah. Well, um, our office, Nijland Makelaars, we have uh, six offices uh, in Utrecht and surrounding. So, Beeldhoven, Zeist, Doren, Baren, but also recently Amersfoort. Hmm. And also, Amersfoort hmm. has an international school. And I think uh, a lot of experts will go towards Amersfoort because also Amersfoort to Utrecht or to Amsterdam is very easy to reach. Mm -hmm. So um, we are uh, working in the whole area, but mostly Utrecht and surroundings and Amersfoort and surroundings is most interesting for the experts because of the international schools which are there. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are working mostly for them, for the experts in those areas, Amersfoort and Utrecht. Yeah. And we can help them um, yeah, also at the east side of Utrecht or the west side of Utrecht. A lot of experts are uh, looking in Fleutende Meren or yeah. Nieuwegein yeah. because of the international school. So we can help them in the whole area. So that's, uh, that's good to know. And uh, we set it up a link to, for our listeners to be able to send you an email uh, through our link to ask you a question maybe or to... Uh, maybe get an appointment, the first appointment, which I understand uh, with you, the first appointment for our listeners is free, right? It's completely free. It's always good to have an uh, appointment on FaceTime or Zoom or uh, personal because you have to also feel and be sure about your agent um, because it's an emotional process and you do it together. So it's good mm -hmm. to get acquainted and meet in person to see uh, if you want to have them as your guidance uh, agents uh, in the whole process. And uh, first it's free, of course, and then you get a proposal and you can talk about it and see if you want to start. And uh, then you start the whole process with your agent. And um, I think that after you look at the market yourself a little bit on Funda, it's always good to have an agent and start a process and uh, to really succeed to find a house. That's mm -hmm. much better, yeah. 
We also can advise also for construction viewings because if there are any questions oh, about yeah. the house, uh, we can tell you when we visit the house, we tell you about the condition of the house, the value of the house, because you place a bit before you have a construction viewing. So we have to tell mm. you if you can expect some extra cost for electricity or the roof or the floor or anything. You want to know sometimes if the, the construction of the house is good. And we can tell you when we visit the house about the wood, about the roof and everything and what we expect. But if there are any doubts, for example, about the ground floor and the ground floor is not concrete or it is wood, then you can have a company who goes underneath the floor and can look at everything is okay. And um, they will uh, look at the whole house and then you have a report so you know yeah. what the costs are within a year or within five years or 10 years. Your agent tells you during the period at the visit what you can expect, but mm. afterwards, if necessary, we can have uh, the viewing like that. So the construction viewing is a specialized person that comes to visit exactly. the house and writes a report of... exactly. The quality exactly, exactly. of the house. And that you discuss with your agent if there are any doubts about the house, then have a construction viewing. Because when you buy a house, you also have the obligation to look at the house. And yep. uh, mm -hmm. you, the seller has to mention things they, have, they know about the house. But you as a buyer also have your obligation. And you can do that uh, with a viewing, for example, for the construction. But we help you to find one and we make the appointments because otherwise you don't know who should I call. Thank you a lot. Yes. Thank you yeah, for inviting you. me. It was very nice talking to you. Really nice talk to you too. You made it really simple for us. We Really easy to understand what the yes. process is. Yeah, I mean, we went through the process, but I had no idea in the beginning and I had to learn by doing it and it was taking a long time. But now you and made stress. it really, yeah. And now stress, you made it really yes, also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I hope that this would help all the experts Help people now. in yeah. that uh, <laughs> to, uh, to find the house in Holland. Yeah. yeah. Thank you a lot. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs>